song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length Welcome to LWAFLMOYT podcast. That stands for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube. LWAFLMOYT. I got it. With Mike Spiegelman and Carl and Paul Brumbaugh. Hi, Paul Brumbaugh, our special guest on the show. Hey, guys. Wow, it's a blast from the past. Paul used to be our our follow-up, and it's great to have you here, Paul. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening, you can, there's two ways you can listen. We are streaming first out there, and you can always donate to the station at Venmo with at Mutiny Radio. And check out their website. A lot of great shows on it. And we also have our website with the acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-C. We would love for you to subscribe. <laughs> uh, Carl, what movie are we watching today? Oh, we have a gem today. We are watching Working Trash 1990. Working Trash 1990. Now the S is a dollar sign. Whoa. There's no S in working. <laughs> oh, it's trash. You're always oh, working on my spelling. Yes, and the channel we like is called Vintage Movies, which is a pretty blasé channel, but maybe it's worth browsing. Well, you should always subscribe to the uh, channels we, that are hosting the movies that we like to watch. So we would like for you to type in Working Trash. Don't listen to Carl. You type in a dollar sign. Your search engine is going to explode. <laughs> Just type in Working Trash 1990, and then you'll find it. It's hosted by Vintage Movies our new best friends, we want you to hit the link, hit pause, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. We want you to wait until our celebrity comedian countdown gives you the go ahead. Carl? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Celebrity Comedian Countdown with today's comedian, Paul Brumba. Paul Brumba. Woohoo, woohoo. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> All right, guys, you know the you know the drill. Why? Because I invented it. Here we go. I'm gonna do this in three, two, none, and go. All right, I hit it and go. I went with audio, so there you go. No, that's all right. Uh, enjoy the music. It's terrible music, and it's obviously TV. You see the the, the credits. I don't know. Started in this strange, it's not a movie as much as television. Now this was Fox TV's first TV movie? Yeah, that's right. It was a super, super big deal. They invested a lot of money in it. Uh, now, George Carlin doesn't have a prolific movie com career like other comedians, like a uh, Richard Pryor, or uh, the list isn't in my brain right now. But or a Buddy Epson. Sorry. Or a Buddy Epson, right. <laughs> That's right, Buddy Epstein, who we all know. Um, 
Is Jed Clampett, maybe? Yeah, Jed Clampett, right, exactly. Yeah, but during the 80s, he always had that roly-poly dad Right. Well, we saw Michael J. Pollard. He's uh, the, isn't he like a, a scary dude? Michael J. Pollard. I guess my research didn't go as deep as him. He's like a 70s dude. Like, you look at him, you go, oh, trouble. Like, he played a preacher. Oh, you mean, uh, like, whatever whatever part he's playing, he's a bad guy, so we already know he's going to be the bad guy? Yeah, that's right. He walks on screen, you're like, yeah, bad guy. He now, did it. Late 80s George Carlin, right? Looking good. Classic, classic. Yeah, it looks like a t- early 2000s Paul Brumbaugh. Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you wore those shirts? Had your hair down? Still wear the shirts and the shorts. <laughs> and combo. So basically what we're getting here is they have a grunt. Six o'clock. It's Friday night, and that means very soon it's going to be time for outdoor comedy in the street. Socially distanced comedy for you. Mutiny Radio listener and beyond, you're listening to mutinyradio.fm and .sf. I'm not your host tonight. I'm Pam Benjamin. I'm actually the headliner. Ooh. Oh, that's exciting. We have a very special guest host tonight. Will Brown, everybody is the guest host of tonight's outdoor comedy show. He is the producer and host of Funny People, including Will Brown, here at Mutiny Radio every Thursday from 4 to 6. Check his podcast out every week, a different interview with a scintillating individual, as scintillating as he is. Uh, We are going to listen to some Elton John until... The show starts. It, we're gonna. We'll start about six fifteen. We're waiting for the throngs of people to amass. No, it's not true. There's not throngs of people. Don't worry. It's COVID. Everyone's gonna wear masks. We're socially distanced in the street. We're gonna have a great time tonight, doing comedy in the sunshine because that's what we do now. <laughs> but you're listening somewhere in the world. Thank you, Mutiny Radio listener, for downloading this podcast or listening live. We're gonna be right back in about fifteen minutes. With Will Brown guest hosting outdoor comedy tonight here at Mutiny Radio, the corner of 21st in Florida. If you are listening and you're in the neighborhood, get your ass down here. And uh, we'll see you soon. Uh, again, thanks for listening. You can always donate to Mutiny Radio on our Venmo, at Mutiny Radio, all one word. It's the Burton Ernie logo. Don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> thanks for tuning in, and we're going to be back. With hilarious people tonight, Mutiny Radio.
brother and my brother everyone he's the guest host tonight for outdoor comedy clap your hands wildly take a seat clap your hands together everybody the amazing will brown hello friday what's up happy friday is everybody at church what's going on good to see you all here my name's will brown um as we're getting started here, uh, is anybody, like, we're very socially distanced here. This is amazing. Masks, masks, six feet apart. It's great. How, I am not even that worried about it, though. I just got my second shot last week. So that's good. Any other double shotters here? All right. A couple of you. Good. <laughs> good. Um, but you know, I wasn't even, I'm not even worried about it now. Cause you know, I got the first microchip implanted, you know, three weeks ago. And then a week ago I went and got the second one. The first microchip was talking to me, telling me like it was lonely. So I was like, I'll go get the second one. I feel so much better now that the government can track my every move. You know, I, it makes me feel safe. I mean, not like they weren't doing that anyway. Right. Um, and you know, before they put in the second microchip, I was like, could you guys download some of those non-fungible tokens I've been hearing about onto that microchip? Because I'm getting old and like, any way I can increase my value would be great. I, uh, I don't know, do you guys know what these non-fungible tokens are all about? I don't think, I don't really understand it, but from what I understand, it's something to do with like buying digital art with like Bitcoin or blockchain or something. I don't trust it, it sounds like a scam. I mean, and what does funge mean? Like, don't funge with my funds. I'm gonna funge you up. <laughs> don't get your hands off my funds. I'm gonna funge you. 
I mean, like, couldn't they? It means non non fakeable, non foolable. I don't know. I think it's I think it's a scam. You know, I don't know if you can tell from the mullet, but I'm from West Virginia. We're real skeptical there of like vaccines and science and learning to read. It's not a requirement. Um, but you know, like when I was growing up in West Virginia, has anybody else uh, ever experienced home dentistry? Because I have. Um, <laughs> my grandpappy, okay, so he was a home dentist. He was a moonshiner, but that didn't really pay the bills. So he also worked as a coal miner for a long time. And uh, whenever you have a wiggly tooth, a little loose tooth, you try and keep it secret from Gramps because he would come at you with a piece of string. He'd be like, I heard you got a wiggly tooth. I'm like, no, Grandpa, it's fine. And then he would tie, he would tie a string around it up around the loose tooth he would tie the other string to a doorknob and then slam the door shut that's how you got your teeth pulled he called it a yankee and that's how we learned to hate everybody north of the mason dixon line because that's what it's about west virginia yeah it's a there's a lot i could say about that all right um but you know when i moved from west virginia to san francisco people educated me they told me, like, okay, so when you introduce yourself, Will Brown, you should tell people your gender pronouns, how you identify. And I think that's good. I mean, there's more than two genders out there. Sometimes, you know, I mean, you look at me, you, you think you see, like, a lumberjack coming to, like, change your oil or something. And then I start talking and waving my hands around, and it's like a purse fall out of my mouth. But it's <laughs> like, you know... So I'm like, okay, I can I can do that. Uh, so I am Will Brown. I identify as a gay Appalachian dad. And so my pronouns are yes, sir, and no, ma'am. So I'm a little fluid, a little fluid there. Uh, my gay son, Henry, is right here. He's a cutie. Henry, uh, well, I met him when he was 25, so I don't think he's legally my son, but he is legal, and that's good to know. Like. In every sense of the word, I was talking about age. I mean, he looks Mexican. He's actually Nicaraguense, Nicaragua. And um, don't be racist. So uh, when I met Henry, it was a Grinder date. You guys heard about Grinder, the app for the gays. We'll, we'll call we'll call it a date. We met on a Grinder date. Uh, yeah, it was pretty hot. Um, and I and I carded him. I'm like, let me see that ID. It's kind of awkward for a first date, but it's better than going to jail, you know. Um, oh, here comes Josh Khan with his accordion. Josh Khan's gonna be up here a little bit later. Okay. Um, but you know, Henry and me. I've been I've been hanging out with Henry for over a year now. We just celebrated our year anniversary, and Henry, you know. The way he, he's kind of from like the hood part of LA, and the way he talks has been kind of creeping into the way I talk. I don't know if you, my buddy over here, Rusty, knows what I'm talking about. So, like, now when we go out grocery shopping, we go to the Ho Fu. Because if you're paying $6 for an avocado, you ain't just half a foo, you a Ho Fu. And if you have the income stream that Henry and I have, you're going to have to Ho to pay for those groceries because it's not cheap at Whole Foods. No, it's not. Uh, we do have our differences, Henry and I, though. Um, for example, I'm circumcised. 
Uh, that's a story. So, okay, my mom grew up in the coal mining camps of West Virginia. She was a coal miner's daughter, just like Loretta Lynn. But uh, she was determined that her kids were going to be clean. Gosh darn it. So every Saturday, we had to take a bath. Come hell or high water, we took a bath. And I was the youngest of four, so I was last in line for the shower. So one of these days, I was coming out of the shower. My mom's having coffee with her friend. And I'm like, Mom, I took my shower. Can I go out and play? And she looks at me. She looks at her friend. She sips her coffee. And she goes, did you pull the skin back? I was like, Mom. This mom over here knows what I'm talking about. Um, she'd said that to me before, but usually not with her friends around. I was like, Mom. And she looks at her friend and she goes, you know, that doctor was Indian. I don't think he took off enough during his circumcision. <gasps> oh my God, it was so embarrassing. I couldn't believe it. But so like people have said that I have like a French cut. It's like I got like half off of my circumcision. Got, I got my circumcision at a half off sale. Okay. And but Henry doesn't even have a foreskin. He's got like a five, six, seven, eight, nine skin. He got a lot of extra skin, you guys. And I mean, they say, there's some saying like, to whom much is given, much is expected. But I'm expecting like sock puppets or something. I mean, he's got a lot. Anyways, I shouldn't embarrass Henry. He's gonna be up here telling jokes here in a few minutes. Uh, okay. Um, so we met on Grinder. You know, there's other apps, like mostly straight people, they use like Tinder or Bumble. Like Bumble, is that for like awkward people? I don't know. Uh, and then there's one called Hinge, right? Hinge, I think that's a good metaphor. It's like you're joining two things together, like a hinge, right? It's a flexible connection though, okay. We're just getting started with Hinge. Uh, but what happens when the relationship starts to fall apart? Do you become like unhinged? Is that when the screw drops out? When, you know, when the screwing drops out of a relationship, you know, it's on its way out. But anyway, um, so you guys, we have a, a long list of comedians getting ready to come up. I see Jack Ferguson made it. All right. Good to see you, Jack. How are you doing? Um, we got a long list of comedians coming up. Uh, is Robert Hudson. There's a couple of late comedians. Oh, he is here. All right. All right. You guys make it nice and loud. Make a nice clappy sound for our next comedian, Robert Hudson. Yeah, my own microphone. She my best friend. She got her own mic. She drive her own car. The rest of the words to that song. <laughs> Who's that? Sweetie, I think. Sweetie, I'm pretty sure. And the other one? I can't remember the other one. What's up, guys? Oh, uh, this looks great. How much time are we doing, Pam? Eight minutes. Oh, oh my God, I need to get into it then. I've definitely wasted at least 45 seconds. <laughs> um, man, I did want to try some new stuff tonight, but I also <laughs> want to do well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's a dilemma in my head going on. Um, so have you guys heard of uh, emotional support animals? 
Yeah, they're not real. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> I know, I was shocked when I found out too. Uh, they say emotional support animals are these pets people can get that are supposed to uh, eliminate depression and anxiety. But they don't eliminate depression and anxiety. They just delay those effects for about 10 to 12 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, then it all comes rushing back. <laughs> it's actually counterintuitive if you think about it in the long run, in the long run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, uh, if any of you guys have been wondering uh, about the guy that put his feet up on the Supreme Court desk. You know, the Viking that raided uh, in our capital. <laughs> oh, man. What was he, just a pro-Trumper? I thought he was a warrior. Um, but turns out, you know, he, uh, he eats only organic food. Did anyone see that on the news? Yeah. Yeah, so they got him organic food in prison. And I'm just like, what? Who is this guy's ancestors? I need to know. What kind of shitty, shitty Viking breed are you from <laughs> where you can't just eat any sort of meat or any sort of food that gets thrown your way? I feel like it's, it's, a, it's like a double standard, you know? It's hypocritical. He, like, goes and attacks. I mean, just imagine, like, him during Genghis Khan times, you know? And like barbarians are like, all right, go, rape, pillage. And he's like, rape and pillage? Are you sure? I don't know about that. Both of them? Uh, uh, it seems kind of, seems like a lot of work, you know? How about just the, the rape part? Well, I don't know. Like, are we, are we using condoms at least? Like, that seems like that'd be a little bit more eco-friendly. Um, are they sheep skin condoms? I am a vegan, you know, <laughs> I only eat organic. <laughs> no, all right, lost you on the rape joke? All right, that makes sense. That makes sense. We're gonna have to really craft that to be a lot sneakier. Um, you know, we're gonna take that back to the uh, drawing board, <laughs> the drawing board for sure. Uh, yeah, so, um, my name is Robert Hudson. I, I am a multiracial comic living in SF, which means I am half Asian and half <laughs> broke. That's right. You guys got it. Yeah, it is expensive to live here. Yeah, especially uh, for how much shit is on the ground. <laughs> You'd think it'd be a lot cheaper. Um, have any of you guys ever just been walking around SF and you see a pile of shit and you're like, God damn, that looks a lot better than mine, <laughs> right? Like they're so substantial, right? Like they've got meat on the bones. And it's just like, geez, I'm not taking shits like that, okay? I order Blue Apron, all right? I eat their chicken kale salad. I'm trying to be healthy. I shit pellets like a rabbit, all right? Does that happen when you get older? Uh, and then they're all on the street, like, uh, can I have a dollar? I'm like, no, but I'll give you a 75 a month if you become my personal trainer. What are you eating? God, I got to switch to HelloFresh, I guess. <laughs> or try crack, maybe. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the secret is. Uh, and they're so buff, too. Like, fuck, 
I'm like, do you even have a gym membership? <laughs> what are you doing here? Jesus. Oh, man. I think it's, I think it's crazy that um, stuff's starting to open back up. Like movie theaters are starting to open back up and all these things where you can sit next to people. But, you know, I think they're leaving, you know, space, you know, sort of like this. I'm sure we're all, you know, six or <laughs> at least three and a half feet apart. That's something, right? You know, that's half. You're half protected, right? Catch the code, not the vid. Then you're fine. You're fine, I think. I think that's how science works. Um, but actually, you know, before the lockdown, I got to see uh, Hamilton. Any fans of Hamilton in the audience? Fans of Hamilton? Just went like this to Hamilton. <laughs> Dude, it was rated the number one Broadway show of all time. He's like, yes, it's all right. I'm sorry, I could do better. But no, no, I get it. I mean, it was good. It was pretty good. Like, uh, you know, the dancing, the singing, the rapping, it was all like so fantastic. Um, and I had no idea that you could learn so much about American history in just an hour and a half. Like, I had no idea that so many of our founding fathers uh, were black. Yeah. Yeah, especially George Washington. <laughs> he was black as fuck. But the voice of an angel. The voice of an angel. Yeah, you know who else is black with the uh, voice of an angel? The Little Mermaid now. Yes, that's the correct answer. The Little Mermaid. Disney is uh, making her black. Um, and I think it's cool, you know? Disney's been doing a lot of, like, gender bending and race swapping. Uh, and I think it's a good thing, you know? But a lot of people online had a big problem with it, uh, which was kind of crazy. Uh, and you could kind of tell because, you know, they just released... I don't know if any of you guys saw it. Who here saw the live-action Mulan movie over the pandemic? You saw it? All right, one. Sorry, don't apologize. <laughs> For seeing it, look, I support it. I was like, all right, this is the Asian Black Panther. Let's go. <laughs> all Asian cast. But then they didn't even release it in theaters, you know? They just put it up online. Uh, you have to have a Disney Plus subscription, but they didn't even give it to you for that. You had to pay additional money. I think it was like $23.99 for a ticket. And I was like, what? This is how you want Asians to see your movie by charging to watch it at home? You do not understand your demographic <laughs> at all, clearly. So it was the most downloaded movie of 2020. Yes! Go us! That is our award. I think that's like an Oscar. Um, but the reason I bring that up is because everyone had such a problem with the Little Mermaid trailer getting announced. And uh, since they released Mulan online, um, you know, it was online movie, just like YouTube Red or Netflix. You could rate it, and you could also leave comments on the movie for the first week of its release. And on Disney Plus, the number one comment when they released the live-action Mulan movie was, "Well, if you can make the Little Mermaid black, why can't we just make Mulan Mexican?" <laughs> what? <laughs> so I left a comment under that comment, and I said. Well, you can't make Mulan Mexican because she's a real Asian historical figure. <laughs> she was an actual Chinese woman that fought for the emperor's armies in 400 BC. And the Little Mermaid is a fish person. <laughs> she's not real. <laughs> she could be purple and the story is still the same. 
the Little Mermaid can't be Mexican because otherwise that movie just starts with her going, uh, why am I in China right now? <laughs> or Quanto uh, Estoy no Chine. Yo soy in Chine? All right, guys, that's been my time. My name's Robert Hudson. Give it up for your host. Oh my gosh. Wow. You educated me about shit envy. I've never really been envious, but I guess I've never really looked as closely as you have, I guess, Jonathan. That was good, okay. All right, um, we got a long list of comedians. I'm gonna do a little roll call, because some of these comedians, they fade in, they fade out like a haircut. Is Josh Khan here? Oh, okay. Get your accordion ready, man, you on next. Okay, and then we got Mr. Brady Pearson coming up. We've got Luke Newman is here. Is Josh Holub here? All right, Josh is here. All right, people showing up. Okay, Jack Ferguson. I saw him a minute ago. What about Henry's here? Jonathan. Okay, we got a long list of comedians coming up. Just a little reminder, keeping the F-bombs to, like, you get, like, a warning F-bomb, and then Pam gives you some side-eye. Because there might be little children walking by on the street. We want to keep it, like, relatively clean. If you can keep it a double entendre, like, you know, like my parents would spell words out when I was a kid, you know, like, F. We're going to, mm. Okay, Josh Khan, are you getting ready back there? He's got musical equipment. He's got a lot to prepare. Are you, you got your microphone? You ready to go, man? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to uh, laugh hilariously for Mr. Josh Khan. This is my own personal microphone, so I can take my mask off and just lick all my COVID all over. You all got the shot, don't you? Don't worry about nothing. You guys are fine. You're not. You don't want to make out with me right now. We're not spinning each other's mouths. You sure? There goes my plans for the night. This is weird doing comedy while it's still light out, man. What are the time changes throwing me off? I just rolled out of bed. It's like, yeah, COVID. COVID has nullified the meaning of time. Like the continuum is all messed up. The continuum needs the vaccine. I don't know where I'm going with any of this, guys. I didn't plan none of this stuff, man. Best thing about COVID, never have to see another ad for Shenyun ever again, right? <laughs> I was sick of seeing those things everywhere, man. They tattooed a Shenyun ad on the back of my freaking eyelids. I get it. Go, yeah, yes, yeah, 6,000 years of beautiful truth. I get it. I'm not going. It's just a bunch of people doing somersaults with stuffed sort. That's all it is. It's just terrible. I love, you know, I'm, ha I'm Asian, so I can say this stuff. You're all terrible racists for laughing, but I'm half Asian. It's good. It's good. Uh, yeah. No, COVID, yeah, COVID's a doozy. COVID's a doozy. Um, but you know, what are you going to do? Everybody's got there. Everybody's getting tested. Everyone's getting shots. Everyone's worried about having their spot to get their test at. Like, you want to have a, like a regular, I got my regular spot I go down to get my test at, right? I just get my COVID test done online. I got like an 85. I don't know if that's good or what. People are really worried. They're like, oh my God, is this guy really stupid? <laughs> To answer your question, yes! No. Okay. Uh, my name's Josh Khan. I am half Korean. I'm half Jewish. That means I can produce your K-pop album on a budget. <laughs> That's a weird interracial train wreck that had to happen 30-some-odd years ago for me to be standing in front of you today. But here I am. 
Check it out. This is what a half Asian Jew looks like. You know? Even the half of me that's Asian, though, has just, like, stopped my aging. I'm actually 106 years old. So that's what <laughs> Stop Asian hate. Stop Asian aging. That's what I... <laughs> be young forever and then you know my 60th birthday I'll just I'll turn 200 overnight okay I don't know where I was going with that I didn't say I didn't write any of this down it's okay it's all good but people okay but like some people are getting the vaccine and they're like oh it was great it was like the best I like had such a great time everyone was so nice I'm like saying like saying that you had fun getting the vaccine is like saying that sublime is your favorite band like really really like I guess both things in common they just both like needles that's Oh, what? Too soon? That guy died in like 94. <laughs> Calm down. But his daughter and stuff, uh, yeah, just do whatever. <laughs> and I'll break the dinner. Shut up. Sorry. Sorry. That's, that's my trauma coming out there, my anti-sublime trauma. I don't know where any of this was going, you guys. I've been, I've been trapped inside of the COVID, and it's just like I'm, you know, we're all gonna we're gonna take the COVID to Mars and we're all gonna be trapped on a dome on Mars with the COVID quarantining up there. Like they gotta give these people air, let them outside, end the shutdown. You've got to go outside. No total recall, no total recall fans. You do not recall total recall. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. Whatever. Uh yeah, I I've been taking up my time with some weird stuff. I've been like, you know, uh, I listen to podcasts a lot. I found a great podcast just for bald people. It's called the Joe Rogaine Experience. <laughs> Super stimulating. So follicle growth uh, is all. And, uh, you know, like a lot of comics, I've been spending a lot of time on Pornhub. Sorry, neighbors. Neighbors, kids. Mommy, what's Pornhub? What's he talking about? What's fapping, Mommy? What does fap mean? I feel so good for your neighbors. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna skip the porn stuff. It's too bad, right? Just do the porn stuff. I'll do. I'll do like a little bit of it. I'll just do it like I said. To be honest, though, I was on Pornhub and they were like, I, they have the most ridiculous ads. They have this ad that's like, play a game that will make you come in 20 seconds. <laughs> Where the hell do you gotta be? I'm just a bachelor. <laughs> I'm getting heckled by Genuine over here out of this Mini Cooper. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And I, I got really into, like, they have a lot of, like, stories in porn now, you know? They, they have, like, porn parody movies, you know? Like, they got porn parodies of everything. See, this is where I didn't want to go. This is too, I feel like there's kids listening. It's weird to me. But I was watching, they have every single one of the Star Wars as a porno. On porn, I shit you not. It's real. Every single episode. Episode one, the phantom penis. Episode two, the clone horse. Episode three, revenge of the piss. Episode four, a nude grope. Episode five, the empire got back. Episode six, return of the hentai. I'm not going to do all the rest of them, but they have all of them, and, but only the one that's solo is still called solo. And they have a version of Inside Lewin Davis, also called Inside Lewin Davis. No, no name change. Not very creative of those guys. And they have it like people, people, uh, people masturbate to some weird things. I've discovered this quarantine, uh, like all these really impractical fantasies. People that want to 
do it with with cats and ponies and all sorts of weird things. They even have like you can like you can watch all your favorite cartoon characters bang now, right? You can like th- there's somebody out there that has a fetish for uh, the mom from The Incredibles, right? They have these videos that somebody like took the time to computer animate porn with the mom from The Incredibles because she's all stretchy, right? She has like Mr. Fantastic's power. She's like boing, you know. Stretch arms, she can stretch. So guys have this fantasy that she's gonna like coil up a spring and like, you know, get you just right. And I'm like, that's a totally impractical fantasy, man. The last thing that she's gonna wanna do at the end of the day is more work. No? She's like, you need a life, sir. You're just looking at me, she's like, you spend way too much time indoors. Uh, See, this is why I just didn't wanna do that. Here, as a parent, yeah, I have a kid. That's horrifying. As a parent, let me give some advice. Just smoke some weed with your kids. You won't worry about little Nas X anymore, man. You just, you ha- you'll, you'll be more worried that your kid has the good chronic or not. Am I right, Luke? This is how you're gonna parent your children. God, someday you're gonna have children, Luke. Isn't that a scary thought for the world? I'm terrified for the world, I'm terrified for me. I'm gonna get through this, you guys, somehow. I'm gonna get- We're gonna get through this together! Oh my God. I'm gonna do uh, like a couple more little things here. Okay, one more thing. Uh, I wanted to talk about baseball season because baseball season just started yesterday. Clap it up for baseball, right? (sighs) Yeah, now as a child, it was very traumatizing to go to your first big league baseball game, right? Because your dad takes you or whatever. You got to go pee. You go into the bathroom and they have this like 20 foot long trough, right? And if you're eight years old, you're about this tall. You walk in there for the first time and all of a sudden, just like to your left and to your right, it's just like, brunk, brunk, big old adult dicks right at about head level. And you know, it's just traumatizing me. I guess what I'm saying is my first Major League Baseball game was the first time that I found out that my dad didn't have the biggest dick in the world, (laughs) basically. Baseball is America's sport. Joe Biden, you know, yeah, he says he doesn't, you know, remember saying he was going to get the kids out of cages. And I, I believe him. I believe he genuinely doesn't remember. So for America, for baseball, I'm going to play you a song really quick. Hold on. We're going to get out the antique iPod here. This thing sounds like a cat swallowed a clarinet and dropped it off of the Transamerica building. So it's going to see. That's what you get. That's what you get when you get Josh Khan. It's a crazy, crazy shit show. Okay, here we go. Here's a song about baseball and about politics. Here we go. Take me out to the protest. Push me onto the ground. Buy me some milk to wash out my eyes. I don't see police ID on these guys that are pushing me into a Chrysler. This Nazi state is a shame. For it's one, two, three turns for Joe to put kids in cage. Give it up for your host, everybody. Uh, A lot of fun comedians to stick around. And uh, please donate to Mutiny Radio. Check us out online at MutinyRadio.fm. Wow, keep it going for Josh Khan, you guys. He is a tough act to follow, so talented. He plays the piano, the guitar, the accordion, all kinds of stuff. Um, okay, so I think as, as host, my job is to kind of be a palate cleanser between comedians. Um, the next comedian, we, we're definitely gonna need a little cleanse between acts here. 
Comedians, a uh, reminder, we have a assortment of mics and sanitizing solutions, so do what you need to do. Um, but Brady Pearson, the last time he was on the microphone, he was so talking about like coming out of quarantine thirsty. <laughs> but it was getting to the next level to where it was, I was like, he's thirsty, but it's, it looks like it's about to get thrusty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, woo, all right, Brady. Okay, but ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. We got our next comedian coming up to the mic. It's a Brady Pearson. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, thank you all for being here today. I'm so excited. It's so cool, kind of like me. Um, yeah, as, as Will mentioned, um, yeah, I have been a little bit on the th on the horny side, you know. Um, I just got my vaccination. Yeah, we're all vaxxed. Second vax, we're all excited, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very excited because I got to wear Miss Pfizer. You know, um, very very exciting. She's got a like a 96 approval rating. You know, I I also hear though that Miss Moderna is cute. Like she can be cute, you know. But then, I'm really afraid that like. Mm, you got jo Johnson and Johnson. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Oh my God. You know, I, well, they'll give that to anyone. They'll just, you know. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've just been so like, uh, and it's well said. I've been like so fucking horny, dude. Like, I mean, like I've been just holding it back, and I'm just going like, oh my God. I'm afraid I'm gonna like suck the skin right off that motherfucker. You know. I've been inside so long, you know, I just like, I feel like I haven't seen the sun and um, like I need some D, you know, like D, I, I just can't stop thinking about it, you know, like when am I going to get it, I'm going to get it now, I'm gonna, I try to put it in my mouth every day, but it just doesn't, you know. I have no energy without the D, you know. So that's what I'm very excited about, you know, being able to go out there and get that, s you know, that D all over my face. You know, that's something I look forward to, ladies and gentlemen. You know. And I feel I wait too much time to sit around and think, you know, about like uh, things going on and this whole insurrection. And uh, it made me think about the time when I was young and. Uh, I learned everything about um, insurrection and, revo and revolution from um, watching the Smurfs. <laughs> Bear with me, okay? This, this is all true. Okay, so Papa Smurf, who is the authoritarian leader in this, in this analogy, right? He says, I've gotta go and get some, hello Smurfs, I've gotta go and get some wrinkle, like wrinkle, oh yes, yeah, some wrinkle root. I'll be Smurfing right back. Please work on the dam. He's gone like five seconds. And he's like, oh, my God, you know, I could totally do this job. So, of course, he immediately fills in the power vacuum. We're one minute in, ladies and gentlemen. Then in the next minute, he's already hired his propaganda chief. The next minute, he's hired, he's got his, um, his uh, he's got, his, oh, that's right, his, um, excuse me, Harmony is his propaganda manager. 
and Hefty becomes his right-hand man general. And 30 seconds later, they now have spears and spearheads and they're arresting Jokey. We're four minutes in. And then all of a sudden, you know, like they, uh, they arrest Jokey and then there's a prison break. All we're five minutes in. And it's all just done in just like a few, s in a, in a, oh, excuse me, new material, ladies and gentlemen. She's trying. Right? But anyway, so, oh, that's right. And so Smurfette founds the rebellion and they're running around and they're wearing masks and I'm going, Smurfette, honey, you're the only woman. I don't know if the mask is really going to help, honey. I'm sorry, you know. Then we need to think a little bit more about Smurfette, you know, like she's the one who leads the rebellion. She's the one who gets it all done, you know, at the end of the day. But then I kept thinking, if I'm thinking about Smurfs and rebellion and the aftermath, I started thinking about, well, Smurf porn, man. I mean, like, do, if, if, they have, if they have autocracy and rebellion, do you think they have that? And so I started thinking about, like, I was like, oh, okay. So filming and he's like, like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 how you feel about Smurfy? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I feel smurfy. Oh, yeah, do you? Yeah, do you wear smurfy? Smurfy? Uh, 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 uh. Oh, man, these are my fantasies, ladies and gentlemen. I you know, it's probably a little raw for this audience. Um, you know, there's no way. Maybe my friend, one of my friends said, you know, like, how are you so confident? I said, I'm not confident. I'm just stupid. It's amazing what you can do when you're blind. You know, you don't have to think about much. You just like uh, get to get a, you kind of get a get away with it. Um, <laughs> some white ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's right. Let's talk about some white ass shit. Okay, so I was thinking about Goldilocks, right? Only a white woman would break into someone's house and judge the food. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? Oh my god, I can't believe you have this. Your bed sucks. <laughs> I can't take a Oh my god. I mean, she's such a little mm. Bless her heart. That's what I So we used to say in the South and when you say instead of like, you know, fuck you Oh bless her heart. Bless her heart, she just doesn't know. Bless her heart, she's dumb as a box of rocks. Oh, hey! Got to move out of the way, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Nothing like a good energy change. <laughs> All right, that's a comedian fire drill, ladies and gentlemen. Comedian's fire drill. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're restacking, we're moving. For those of you on the radio, we are restacking at the moment. I'm looking fantastic. I'm holding this shit down. Right? I'm holding this shit down, okay, are we? No. On my face. I mean, like I said, I mean, I've only got a little bit of time. I'm counting down the days. It's been like, what? Oh, Tuesdays when I get to get out of here. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Aren't you excited? I think we should all be very excited, but um, let's see. I think, well, you know what? I think that's what I've got. So thank you all very much. My name is Brady.
Rip it off. Oh, yeah. All right, I got it plugged in. All right. Thank you. Here I am. Go ahead, head on in. Uh, anybody else coming in or out? All right, cool. Um, so I'm here. You guys are here. We're all here. All right. Round of applause for presence. Um, so I I can't I can't curse right. None of the, f the filth, Florin filth. I'm trying. I'm going to try my best. Maybe I'll say, uh, you know, flubber, margarine flubber or something like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a white guy. You guys could, you guys tell right off the bat. You guys, this, uh, this is, you guys are a sharp crowd. Um, uh, but I grew up in uh, East Oakland, not a lot of white folks out there, you know. I don't know why my parents moved out there, you know. They just went ahead and, and did it. There, there's some OGs, you know, some uh, original gentrifiers. <laughs> and uh, they got in there first, man. Um, but it was difficult because everybody thought I was from Walnut Creek out there, you know. <laughs> was, you know Where are you from, white boy, you know? <laughs> like, man, you broke into my house. I'm from my house. I don't, don't know what to tell you. Um, but yeah, and I and I and I speak like I'm from there. You know, that's because if I was raised in China, I'd speak Chinese. But I'm from East Oakland, so I say things like, you know, it is what it is. You know, you feel me? You know, hey, that's my bike. You know, <laughs> things of that nature. Um, you know, and people are, oh, you man, you you want to be black? And it's like, uh, well, yeah. Black people are awesome. Love to be black in this era. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I don't know. What else? Oh, I suffer, anybody else here suffer from severe white guilt? Round of applause. My man. <laughs> All right. It's rough. It's a, you know, you minorities don't know what it's like, okay? That burden, man, it's it's tough. You know, that's how that's black people. That's why they got got that walk. You know, they walk with that. You know what I'm saying? That's that's a clean conscience. You know what I mean? <laughs> if only I gotta walk around with my tail between my legs. You know, I gotta get do that little rush when I cross the street. <laughs> black people, nah. You got you gonna wait? It's a green light, and they're like, well, I'm gonna take my time. Margarine flubber. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, wouldn't that be some some if uh, white guilt was something you could really like go to jail for? You know, you could really get be convicted of being white in the court of law. You know, you have you are we found you being 
guilty of being white, you know. Well, you wouldn't get any jail time. You just get like alone, <laughs> some sunscreen, you know. I don't know. Got any fans of Jesus in the building? Jesus fans? Yeah, he's he's all right. It's Friday. It's an all right Friday. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um. I don't know. Jesus, man, he was a bar bad margarine flapper. <laughs> you know, he could turn water into wine. You know, he could walk on water. He was a liquid manipulating <laughs> margarine flubber. Um, <laughs> what else could he do with liquids, though? You know, could he just do anything? You know, could he turn... You know, what could he turn water into, you know, a, a nice IPA or something? You know? Could he turn, like, some whiskey into some better whiskey? You know? Could he just make anything you want, you know? Was he, he'd just be like, Jesus, I'll take a uh, gin martini up with the twist, please. Thank you very much. That, that holy bartender right there. Uh, I don't know. Could he turn piss in the Patron? You know what I mean? Would you guys drink it? Because Jesus, that's Patron now. <laughs> shit. Can I say shit? All right. Shit. I'm drinking that. Uh, I don't know. You guys think he's coming back? <laughs> Show of hands. Who thinks he's coming back? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he's really uh, <laughs> procrastinating. <laughs> any, we could use you any day now, Jesus. Things are really, really going to hell over here. Um, but I think about that sometimes. You know, is he coming back? I heard that in a movie. You know, is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back? You know, and I think about that sometimes when I'm jacking off. You know, like this was where Jesus is going to come back to when he comes back. Like. The DMV bathroom. Oh. It's a long. It's a long wait. It's a long wait in there. But I feel like I'm gonna hear it through the grapevine if Jesus comes back. You know, he's gonna show up in like Nebraska somewhere. You know, he's gonna try and like hitchhike. He's not gonna get a ride from anybody. I'm Jesus. Come on. Okay, buddy. You know. So, I'll, you know, I have some time to clean up and, you know, <laughs> get my new registration and it'll be all right, you know. Jesus, what a guy. What a guy. I don't know. Uh, what else is going on? I was talking to my friend the other day. He was telling me, he was, he, his friend uh, told him he was a dog person. I was like, what? crazy <laughs> a dog person let me see let me see some evidence I don't know how many Swedes does it take to change a light bulb probably just one could figure it out it's <laughs> not that hard I can figure I've changed many light bulbs by myself it's pretty easy 
Um, what else is going on? I don't have my phone. I forgot what I was going to talk about. <laughs> nice mask, man. Wrong season, but I really like it. That's all right. It's okay. Um, what do I have? What do I have a. You guys want to hear a bad joke? Okay. <laughs> it's a bad joke. Now, this is a bad joke. Okay? So, lower your expectations, I'll tell you right now. What did the terrorist say to the surfer? Tubular. No way, I fucked it up. Also used my one F-bomb, <laughs> my one allotted F-bomb, so that was just a train wreck. <laughs> he said he said radical, is what he said. <laughs> okay, we're I'm just gonna push through this joke. What did the surfer say to the toothpaste? <laughs> you got, yeah, you got it. Really screwed this one up. Um, and then what did the surfer, no, what did the terrorist say to the tube of toothpaste? Oh, uh, you'd be perfect for smuggling explosives onto a plane. You know? Um, gosh, I have, a, a, my all my closers are just really inappropriate. Um, so I guess that's about it. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. All right, Luke Newman, let's hear it. Come on, bathroom people. Come on in. Mutiny Radio is well equipped with a functional toilet, and that's what we're going to call it, everybody. Okay, we're going to keep this sausage party going. We have a lot of men tonight, but ladies, I see you in the audience. I see you. I appreciate you. I have a joke for you um, in a minute. And we also have the fabulous Pam Benjamin, the proprietress of Mutiny Radio, is going to be our headliner tonight. But you know, Luke, if Jesus did turn water into IPA, I would become a true believer. Everything that I say from this point on is sponsored by 21st Amendment IPA, ladies and gentlemen. Um, please put your hands together for a special man in my life. Uh, you all, uh, several of you all know him. His name is Henry. Let's hear it for Henry, ladies and gentlemen. I kind of feel like I need some music for this. Um, you know, like, <laughs> so Shimura High music, I was just saying, like, I feel like we need like a boylesque type of thing, like, Bebopalula, he's my daddy, Bebopalula, I don't mean dad, Bebopalula, he's my daddy, Bebopalula, he's my daddy love, he's the one in the latest jeans. He's the one in my wet dreams. He's the wild one that I know. He opens my legs and go, 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 go. Uh, this, this is the fun part um, about being with the host. Like, he has no idea what the hell I'm going to say. 
So my name is Henry. Um, I'm into WD-40. Not the type that you put like on the door to like, stop the squeak sound. Um, it's a uh, white daddy over 40. They ha they always have the best lube, and they make me squeal. <laughs> so so people always think that I'm Mexican or Filipino. So I just I just tell them that I'm Mexicano, you know, just to like, so they could stop asking. Um, so that um, that got me to take my uh, 23 and Me, you know, because I, I wanted to find out what I what I was because like. Um, my dad and mom always told me that I was full Nicaraguense. So I was like, okay, well, let's test that theory. So uh, I got my test results. It turns out that I'm 43% Eastern European. Um, it's like, uh, let me see, I, I don't remember. The, the other the ones are kind of boring, but the one that caught, caught my attention is I'm 0.7% Irish. <laughs> um, 1% Ashkenazi new Jewish. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought it was just Jewish, you know? Like, what is Ashkenazi not Jewish? Uh, Josh, can you, can you explain? You are? Hey, we're brothers somehow. Um, so, so, so yeah, like, um, um, I think 32%, um, I don't know, they, they mapped out California, Mexico, Central America, and South America. So that didn't narrow it down. <laughs> um, but I'm also 12% uh, um, African. And when um, my boyfriend found out that I was 12% African, um, I became 9% <laughs> Irish. I'll let you guys sit on that. I'll, I'll let you guys sit on that for a moment. Uh, geez, I forgot what I was gonna say. I'm, 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 I'm really nervous right now, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, so a couple of years ago, um, I went to Outside Lands with my friend, um, and we were both wearing dinosaur uh, onesies. And he, he, he kept telling everyone that he was a Triceratops and uh, that I was a Triceratops. Um, but but that was incorrect because I was um, <laughs> I was a lot of sore ass. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, I I had a lot of interesting jobs. Um, like I was a a driver's assistant. Um, that was I mean I mean when you're 16. $75 a trip was really good money. You know, I could go to GameStop and buy all my games. But um, yeah, I, I got fired from that job because um, I went to go get my driver license. And um, it's kind of ironic because I need my driver license for that job. So yeah, my dad's an asshole. <laughs> my second job, I was working for Farmer John's. I noticed that a lot of people from San Francisco doesn't know what Farmer John's is. Do you guys know? Yeah. <laughs> chicken? They, they actually have chicken? No, it's uh, pork. Yeah, I never in my life thought that I would see a pig sawed in half. Yeah, well, when I first moved to San Francisco, I worked for, um, 
for for a company called Columbus Salami. I don't know if you guys heard of it. I don't. Yeah, I I never had their salami. Working there for almost two years, never ate it. Um, so that job was interesting to me because um, you know, like when, whenever I go out to, on a date, um, people would always ask me what was my job title, and um, I would tell them that I was a salami stuffer. <laughs> the day would immediately end because they thought I was an escort. You know, yeah, so, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone. Oh, my God. Henry killing it up here. Get it, Henry. Get those applause. Get those laughs. Ah, what a breath of fresh air. Okay, um, all right, I promise a joke for the ladies. I'm gonna tell it real quick. And I'm from the South, so. All right, ladies, how many of y'all in relationships? All right, this lady here, this lady here, all right. Okay, ladies, if you ever get home from work and your man is like too lame to give you a massage, here's what you do. Choke him from the sides of the neck, okay? <laughs> Um, because you don't want to crush his windpipe, because then he can't consent to you continuing to <laughs> choke him. And consent is important. Let's make that clear. And so, see if you if you get him from the sides of the neck, you cut off the blood flow blood flow to the brain, which brings him into the now. You know, it really does if you do it right. Practice a little bit. You find the right spot. Okay, that was my joke for the ladies. Um, let me see who's up next. All right, we got, is Josh here? Josh, hello. All right, I love this pink bandana. Let's hear it. If you don't want to raw dog it on this mic, there's other mics over here, but I am vaccinated. Me too, baby. All Give right. it up for your host. And the best introduction I've ever had in all the years of done comedy, I love when people say, is this mother... <laughs> is this guy here? All right. Get on up here. Uh, and then I did. Uh, I am... I am uh, yeah. Hello, I'm Josh. I'm your neighbor, if you live uh, around here. Uh, I live right there. Um, so, you know... Yeah, you guys live in the neighborhood? You guys, you live in the neighborhood? So I am not a comedian, but I am legally obligated to tell you that I am a registered sex offender. Okay, bye. Oh, no. <laughs> I wanted to, I really wanted to just do that. In my head, I'm like, I'm going to go there. I'm just going to do that. I'm going to go walk straight into my house. I'm going to go in. And they're going to be like, what? Is that for real? Um, but I am a sex offender. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I live around here, so uh, give it up for yourselves for supporting small businesses uh, during the end of a pandemic. It's a very wonderful thing that you're doing. It really is. Um, and especially with this place, uh, it's small business? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we're not quite sure. They haven't figured it out either, but you're doing a nice thing. Throw a couple bucks in there, and then you did your civic duty, and you can go home and, you know, do your QAnon stuff or whatever. I don't know what you guys do, I imagine. <laughs> 
everyone pretends to be, um, you know, so progressive. And then you don't know what they do. You know, you know, like statistically speaking, someone here voted for Trump. Show yourselves, cowards. You're all cowards. Oh, you? You're too adorable. You're so adorable, man. I get the appeal, the statutory appeal. I get it. I mean, not for me, but, you know, I respect people. That's why I moved here. I love this place. Um, I did just, uh, I got, I'm fully vaccinated now. So I guess I can take this off. Who cares? I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Never going to die. <laughs> my cell phone works so much better now. With that 5G coursing through my veins, I can feel it. I just think about Uber Eats, and my phone is already ordering it. Fantastic. Bill Gates, ugh, who wouldn't want that? I wish that conspiracy was real. Are you kidding me? Sign me up. I'd be waiting in line like opening day. Happy opening day. You guys don't care about baseball. I like baseball. I'll do a baseball joke later. I won't do any jokes. How about that? I'm going to talk to these dogs. Those dogs, those adorable dogs. I can't really embarrass myself because I really do live here. And the people, I live so close that the people that live here can hear me cry when I have sex. So you guys probably have heard me before if you live here. Hi, it's me. <laughs> I'm happy now, but I'm going to be very sad later. Um, I, li I literally just woke up from a nap and came over here. It's very nice that I can just wander over here and do this. I'll tell some jokes. I like jokes. Jokes are fun. Um, I'm originally uh, from Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. You guys ever been to Detroit? Uh, Detroit. Uh, and if you don't know anything about Detroit, I'll tell you, uh, it's a great place to get stabbed, so I don't live there anymore. I moved. I decided it was time to go, so I packed up my things and I moved to beautiful the Tenderloin, where the streets are paved of gold. The beautiful Tenderloin. It's like I never left Detroit. It's the same, but there's more meth for some reason. I don't know why. Even meth doesn't like Detroit. Did you guys know that? It's a terrible place. Don't go to Detroit. Uh, but yeah, so I, I just recently moved uh, uh, right down there, right across the street from that liquor store. Go talk to Tito and Mo. Uh, they're great. I love them. They sell me my whatever I need. It's always weird. Uh, they don't sell relish over there. I'm very mad at Tito if he can hear me. Buy some relish. <laughs> I just want some re I wanted some relish today, and they didn't have any relish. Uh, so, yeah, now I live here. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, don't worry. I live in rent control. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I am privileged. Uh, and I know it. Uh, I live in a valley of rent control. But the thing that I love about San Francisco is that we have hills. I love the hills of San Francisco. It's the best thing in the world. Because what do we do best here in San Francisco is look down on other people. <laughs> we have the physical geography to physically look down at other people, and we do it. Oh, and we are great at it. I love it. I love this city. Best city in the world. San Francisco, I'm looking down at all of you right now. And I'm telling you about it, and you're laughing. This is 
oh, pure energy for me. I'm going to eat this up. It's gonna, I'm going to cry about this later. I cannot wait. And, um, and that's the goal, uh, to eventually live on top of one of the hills. Like I said, I live in the valley of the rent control. But one day, ooh, one day, I will live on top of one of the hills, the knob hills, the telegraph hills, the gentrified, get out of here, colored person hill. Um, that's what they are, right? One day I'll live on top of one of the hills, and I will only order Postmates from people that can't afford to live remotely close to the city. Not even close. Just going to fire up that app, that 5G. I don't even have to think about it. Wow, I just thought of that. Thanks. Bill Gates is writing jokes for me right now. This vaccine is really working. A great vaccine. Just going to only order Postmates from... Um, I'll just fire up that El Taqueria. Oh, yes, bring me my El Taqueria. Daddy needs his burrito. And um, also, get the hell out of here. Where are you from, San Mateo? Get out of here. This is my hill. Mine. Mine, mine, mine. Stupid jokes. Has anyone not been vaccinated? All these fucking losers. <laughs> you haven't figured out how to lie on the internet yet? the hell's wrong with you? I'm sure your dating profile is very accurate. Just click a box. Come on. It's not that hard. There is. They added, and I, because I, I am eligible, there's a drop-down box that says, the people need to hear this guy talk about his dick for 10 minutes, so we better get a shot in this guy's arm, because he's going to do it anyway. Um, now, I am, I am a essentially idiot. I'm a stupid, I don't know. Oh, I'm doing. I'm making all of this up. It's not bad, right? It's not that bad. Not that bad. <laughs> so I'm gonna do 20 minutes on my uh, on my dick and get out of here. <laughs> I live here. It's a bad idea. You guys live here? You seem confused about where you live. <laughs> I don't know where I live. Are you homeless? It's okay. <laughs> all right. You live with your parents, don't you? All right. I'm going to leave you alone. <laughs> and now I'm going to go to you. What's your deal? <laughs> First date? Last date? <laughs> now, nah, you guys are cute. And thanks for coming and supporting us. This is very nice of you. Uh, uh, jokes. Yeah, uh, so um, I, am, uh, I am single. Daddy is single. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, Daddy is single uh, because Daddy calls himself Daddy. <laughs> Women don't like that. Not, they're not fans of that. <laughs> but Daddy don't care. <laughs> Ooh. Daddy's lonely. <laughs> Just got out of a relationship during a pandemic. That's a fantastic time to get out of a relationship. And uh, I thought things were going pretty well. Uh, first of all, I don't call people. Uh, I am a, a cis uh, straight uh, man. You gotta, you gotta tell. Why is that funny? <laughs> Was it because you knew, or because you were finding out and you're surprised? <laughs> Could have been either. I have no idea. I don't know myself. What was this joke? How long am I doing? One minute. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to tell my stupid baseball joke and get out of here because I love baseball. And uh, yesterday was opening day, and um, there's uh, this is such a bad joke. This is how you end sets right here. Watch this. This is how it's done. 
<laughs> this is how it's done. I love baseball. Uh, there's an old saying um, in baseball. It goes, uh, chicks dig the long ball. Uh, it means, you know, people like to watch home runs. So, like, you know, that, that turns women on. Chicks dig the long ball. Uh, there's another saying that goes, uh, that women say to me a lot. It says, uh, chicks do not dig my long balls. They're too long. All right. What a great way to end that stupid set. Thank you very much. My name's Josh. Holy crap. Let's get that COVID elbow in there. Josh, you're hilarious, dude. I just met you today, but I'm a fan already. What's your OnlyFans or your Instagram or your whatever? Okay, he's a local. This is hyper local comedy, you guys. He lives like a block away, <laughs> screaming distance. Okay, we, you guys, hang in there. We got two more comedians. Uh, I just saw Jack Ferguson last night at Pride of the Mediterranean. It is on. He's going to correct me if I'm wrong, because I had a couple of beers since I did my opening set. Um, Jack Ferguson is uh, organizing a show. Th it's a Thursday nights at Pride of the Mediterranean, 8 o'clock. It's on the Fillmore and the film in the bougie part of the Fillmore. Um, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jack Ferguson. Hey, how you doing, ladies and gentlemen? Good? Good. You guys are a good crowd. Uh, I'm going through a breakup right now. Yeah, just start start with that, right? <laughs> it's on the top of my mind. Going through a breakup. Uh, we're breaking up because her family doesn't like me. She's um she's Indian, and her family wanted her to date someone that wasn't like, you know, an alcoholic. And <laughs> it's like Irish people do face racism. Uh, <laughs> not fair um yeah no I'm, I'm going through a breakup it's uh it's t it was tough you know it's tough because she i like i do miss her a little bit she was really good in bed um or you know that's what my friends told me and oh. the <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> it's a two-year-old joke it doesn't hurt anymore um It wasn't going well at the end. It wasn't going well, and uh, she, we were like, we went on a date night. And we got home and was sort of getting hot and heavy. And she looked at me. This is gonna be a hard joke to do without saying the f word, but we're gonna try. She said, uh, "I want you to bang me like, like you hate me." And I was like, "You mean the way I've been doing for the last two months, or?" <laughs> <laughs> And the other thing is, it's like, that doesn't, that's not going to change the way that I have, like, I'm not good enough at sex to communicate my emotions through the way, this bike only has one speed, you know what I mean? That's, sounds like, it sounds like you're thinking of someone who's much better at sex than me. Um, do a hard transition. Any of you guys Christian here? Any, uh, oh, okay, a little bit of a nervous, it is San Francisco, it's almost like you'd get singled out for not being an atheist, you know what I mean? I think atheism is kind of a ridiculous thing, you know? Like, atheists just think that Jesus made the whole thing up, you know? Like, he was just a guy who lied about who his dad was and then got in way above his head, you know? Like, can you imagine if Jesus was just a regular guy and he did all of that stuff just for fun? 
Like, he got crucified, you know? If he knew he was lying, there's no way that he would have been like, yeah, go ahead, put me up there. I don't know. Christians are like, it's a new joke. Christians are like, <laughs> Christians are like, oh, God loves me, Jesus loves me, you know? And that's not really the way other religions, like, you guys don't know anything about the Greek gods? Christians are like, oh, Jesus loved me. Like, people who believe in the Greek gods are like, oh, you know, Zeus says he loves me, but I think he's just trying to get in my pants, you know? Okay, so that's relevant. And people people know about like the Minotaur and stuff. No, if if you don't, it's not for you. Um, <laughs> do you know what Hindus believe? They believe in reincarnation. They believe that um, that if you are bad enough in life, you can get reincarnated as an animal, which means that somewhere out there there may be a dolphin with Hitler's soul, <laughs> <laughs> just swimming around with a bunch of pent up anger he doesn't know what to do with. I don't know. <laughs> We're working on new stuff. Um, <laughs> there's a the <laughs> going right on down the line uh, is <laughs> the Islam. <laughs> Let's get controversial. Um, you get 72 virgins if you die a martyr, right? In the religion of Islam, which it's like you get 72 virgins. Is that it? You know, like no no food or anything. You know. Because if it's just 72 virgins, you're going to have 72 hungry virgins on your hand pretty soon. You know? You're going to have to eat one of those virgins. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure after the virgins, you know, the other 71 see that, they are not going to want to fuck you. <laughs> and I, that was my one. That was my one. All right. We could, we'll talk about something else. Um, <laughs> you guys fans of, you guys sports fans? Yeah? You? I like sports. My favorite thing in sports is when one of the coaches will get really mad at the refs for making a bad call and just yell at them because the refs never change the call. They're like, you got it. That was not a foul or whatever. Just one time I want to see the ref be like, hey, listen, man. All right. I'll take it back. Like, not. A, it wasn't a foul. Okay. Jesus, you guys win. Just chill out, man. You know? Cool. Um, <laughs> that was the whole joke. Uh we're, about, we're just going down the list. Do you guys have you guys read Harry Potter? No, gonna do the joke. Okay, uh, I read Harry Potter during the quarantine. The quarantine. Uh, <laughs> it's like a fancy way of saying it. Um, it's like how Howard Hughes would say the quarantine. Uh, the <laughs> I read Harry Potter and uh, the like. I always thought growing up I was a Gryffindor, you know. Like, do you guys know what? Do you guys know what like house you would fit it, get sorted it? Do you guys know what house you get sorted into? No, which one? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ravenclaw. <laughs> San Francisco is just kind of Ravenclaw, isn't it? You know? Yeah. San Jose is Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> I would be. I would be. I thought I was a Gryffindor. I would be a Hufflepuff. You know? I realized that about myself. I'm a 25-year-old aspiring stand-up comedian performing on the sidewalk. That's a Hufflepuff, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I was, ha I was happy about it, you know, because I, I came to this conclusion. I think Hufflepuff must have been that, the house that had the best parties, you know? Like, if you're a smart kid and you want to go to, like, you know, do well in school, you go to Stanford, right? That's Ravenclaw. If you're, like, if you want to party, you go to Chico State. That's Hufflepuff, you know? <laughs> like, the who's the head of the Gryffindor house was, uh, Professor McGonagall, right, who's just the biggest hardo of all time. The head of the Hufflepuff house was Pomona Sprout, professor of herbology. 
There's no way that was a mistake, you know? Harry was a loser, too. Gryffindors are just cops, really, if you think about it. Like, they, did, they all wanted to be prefects. That was just a hall monitor, you know? They never did drugs. We followed Harry from age 11 to age 18. He never did drugs. What a loser. <laughs> like, he's a wizard, and they, have, they, don't do, like, they don't do drugs in wizard culture. They definitely have drugs. There was one drug he did. It was the polyjuice potion. I don't know if you... This is a really specific reference, so we're going down the rabbit hole now. But it was a potion that could change you into whatever form you want. Harry and Ron both took it, and they used it to transform into Malfoy's two fat friends. That's all they did. If you leave two Hufflepuffs alone with a potion that could transform you into any form you... Two 15-year-old boys, and that's what they chose... If you leave two Hufflepuffs alone with the Polyjuice Potion and come back in an hour, you're going to see Danny DeVito having sex with Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> and that's the most logical thing you could do in that situation, you know? I don't know. Cool. <laughs> well, you guys are going to love this one. Um, anybody here uh, Anybody here a gun owner? Just identify yourself. You have to. <laughs> you have to. It's like if you ask someone a cop, they have to tell you whether or not they're a cop. <laughs> That's actually not true, though, by the way. I had a friend who was like, um, <laughs> I had a friend who basically got arrested because of that, but it's a different story. Nobody here owns a gun? No? Okay. I don't either. I'm just checking, you know? Um, I, think gun, I think guns, it's, like, it's an interesting subject right now. A lot of people who own guns are like, oh, guns make it the world safer, you know? Like, they, they always point to this example in Texas of this guy who stopped a terrorist attack because a terrorist came into a church, tried to shoot it up, and then this guy, in 2.6 seconds, in 2.6 seconds, this guy shot the terrorist from across the room from 100 feet away. And that guy's a hero, right? He stopped a mass shooting. He was also way too ready, you know? <laughs> like, 2.6 seconds? I didn't realize John Wick was working volunteer security at a church in the middle of Texas, you know? And yeah, you stopped a mass shooting, but you also became the number one suspect for the next mass shooting, right? Because if that guy snaps and loses it, no one's going to be like, oh, what were the signs? Mm, I don't know. How about the time you domed someone in a house of God <laughs> without even blinking, you know? Maybe look into that guy. I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm Jack. Thank you. Oh my God, my brain hurts. This dude is smart. Okay, um, Josh Khan is coming around with a bucket for you to stuff all your Benjamins into. I mean, Venmo. Okay, if you're gonna Venmo Muni Radio, it should you look for the Burton and the Ernie because apparently there's a copycat Venmo. But anyway. Uh, the next, the our final comedian, unless other comedians want to go on after her, and I, w I don't recommend it. She's hilarious. The proprietress of Mutiny Radio. And Christina Bonnet, I love you, by the way. And you're going to do my podcast on a Thursday. We're going to talk about it. All right. If you're cold, come inside. Uh, the party's in the back, just like my mullet and everything else about me. Uh, let's put your hands together for Ms. Pam Benjamin!
Yes, I am. I am dressed like I went on a job interview. <laughs> That's what I dress like today. Yeah. Uh, but if I take if I take off the jacket, I look like I want to have sex with the CEO. <laughs> is that is that is that? And then if I and then and then if I you know because you have to have you have to have multiple looks, right? So then if you like take off the skirt. Oh, 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 then you're ready for comedy. Oh, what? I did, I did the big reveal for y'all. That's right. It's very exciting. A lot of things to talk about. One, I'm not wearing nylons, which is weird. Because uh, I, I don't shave. No, I mean, some people are like, oh, you're a real feminist, huh? You don't shave. I'm, I'm lazy. I'm incredibly <laughs> lazy. Also, if I actually shaved, I'd have to like get a snake to get all the hair out of my drain. It is, I am, it is like, I have, there's a, I have so much pubic hair, it looks like I have a kitten in a headlock. <laughs> like it's, it's a lot, <laughs> you guys, there's a lot there. But razors, like this is a thing. It's, do you know Gillette was started in 1904? The company was started in 1904. And they were like, all right, we're gonna sell razors to men for their beards so they'll feel like they have to shave to make money or something. Remember when like people had beards and it was awesome and they're like, no, you're poor if you have a beard and you're gonna shave your beard. <laughs> but in 1904, I couldn't flash a hairy ankle, <laughs> right? without being a disgusting slut. <laughs> and now if I don't shave from my big toe to my twat, like a four-year-old girl, <laughs> I'm a disgusting slut <laughs> that, that no one wants to sleep with. Gross, she's got hair all over her. Ah, Gillette, the best a man can get. I'll never be good enough, yay. I have so much pubic hair, it's like I'm wearing a hair skirt. It's like you can't see anything. I'm not worried about being naked. You can't see anything. Gillette, the best a man can get. I was born in the 70s, and it is like the deep 70s Vietnam bush. Like you can't find, <laughs> like, my clit's so big I can use a Cheerio as a cock ring, but you can't find it. You can't find it, Gillette. The best a man can get. Nobody get hurt here with the cars and the exciting stuff. Oh yeah, that's good. Have you heard about have you heard about the new Gillette razor? There's a new Gillette razor, 17 blades, 17 blades for the closest shave, and the 13th blade is easily removable. So you can slit your throat in the shower because you'll never be good enough. Gillette, the best. I'll never be good enough. Shaving. Feminism. Cool just don't want to do it. Cool. How are you doing? I'm doing good, too. Yeah. We, do you want to be a comedian? You should come. Oh, my gosh. You used to be a comedian. What? No way. 41. Is he single? Is he good looking? Like, bring it by. 
You're, this is impossible. You look, you don't look a day over 36. Well, you have. Yeah, not like me. You're not drinking or smoking out on the street like a crazy person like me. No, I smoke so much weed. Do you smoke? Have you ever? Have you ever? Have you ever smoked so much weed that you forget how your own shower works? Does that happen to anybody else? Yeah. Yeah! Yeah! It's legal! I'm, I'm so old, I need to use reading glasses to pack my bong. Like, that's, that's how old I am. Yeah! Sweet. That was great. She was amazing. The, the Toyota Prius, coming by. Good stuff. She was coming, come, come back and do a I'm like, where'd you used to do comedy? Come back, yeah. That's good. Feminism. Oh, you know what we're supposed to talk about today? Jesus. Yay! It's Good Friday. Jesus died for our sins and stuff. Does anyone have any favorite Bible verses? Anyone? Favorite Bible verses? Yeah? Short. Nice. To the point, Jesus wept. That's a good one. Uh, I enjoy very much look at the birds of the sky. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father takes care of them. Are ye not better than birds? And I used to really like that, but then I started thinking, like, birds are better than us. Like, they don't sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet they live, they build their own houses, they feed themselves, they can fly. Are they not better than us? What is the hubris of Christianity that's looking down on everybody? Just, I'm better than you. You're not birds. <laughs> My favorite Bible verse is actually Leviticus 2022, which is if you sleep with your father-in-law, you should both be stoned. <laughs> I love to be stoned. I love it. Also, my ex-father-in-law looks a lot like Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah, he's a sexy man. Oh, yeah. Uh. I miss Barack a lot. Does everyone miss Barack terribly? I know. And everybody blamed him for, like, global warming and their smelly dick and, like, <laughs> porcupines. But you can't blame him for being sexy. Yeah. Oh, I miss Barack. Uh, so I really was, uh, I was a cheerleader for God. No, I, I really I really was a cheerleader for Christ and I'll 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 do a little thing for you. I need I need a little help. Give me a K. K. Give me an I. I. Give me an L. L. Give me an L. L. Who the tell? <laughs> Jesus. Put those nails in my hands. We'll all go to the promised land. Yay! Yay! We all get 12 bandages in heaven. Yay! The only thing that sucked about being a Christian cheerleader is that the skirts were really long, which are not sexy. And that my butt always hurt from protecting my virginity, <laughs> which was not sexy. <laughs> Did anybody ever Bible delve? N none of you were Christians. Was there any Christians? Any kind of sort of? Uh, Did you ever Bible delve? Do you know what that means? Yeah, see, he knows that's great. So you go out into the forest, 
And yeah, and you sit on a stump and you close your eyes, you pray to Jesus so hard and you say, Jesus, show me what you need me to show. No, show me what you need me to see. And you open the book randomly and you run your finger down and you open your eyes. And uh, mine were always about sodomy. <laughs> like I couldn't get out of Leviticus. Like what's going on? Terrible books of the Bible. No, I did, I, did, I did love Jesus for a long time. I wanted to have an invisible friend as a child. When I was eight, I wanted to have a four-foot cat that was like a cat that was my friend. It was an invisible friend. It was a fun friend. And I tried, started having whiskers and talking to whiskers. And my parents were like, you cannot do that. But they encouraged me to talk to a 33-year-old man on my bed every night. <laughs> like, am I holding hands with this? They wonder why I have a beard fetish. <laughs> like, you had me... Hang it's cool. It's cool to hang out with Jesus. He loves all the little children. <laughs> in a really nice in a nice way. I mean, he didn't ruin everything about my life. Like just just most of it. Just most of my complexes are Jesus based. It's fine. Wow, the cops are out tonight. Cool cops. No, do you know any cool cops? Does anyone know any cool cops? No, you don't know any cool cops? I there was I mean it's I'm gonna, this isn't, I didn't mean to tell this, but I'm just gonna tell, everyone's sort of been talking about white privilege and white guilt a little bit, and I'm gonna tell you, the one time I realized in San Francisco that I, I legitimately was like, this is white privilege, I know this, I am like owning it. And so I was, it was like 1.45 in the morning and the bar had closed, remember, remember when bars were open? And I was wearing, I was wearing big girl shoes because I was like trying to talk to men or whatever, and so, I had my big girl shoes on, but I had to take them off because my feet hurt so bad. And I was wearing like a thing, and I was like in the street, and I'm waving my shoes in the street, and I'm like, I need a cab. I need a cab. I need help. I need a cab. And a police car drives up, and they're like, hey, can we help you? And I was like, I need a cab. And they said, where do you live? And I was like, I live in the Tenderloin. And they're like, get in. And they drove me home. So that is white privilege. Because if I would have been any other color, they would have arrested me. Like, I know that for a fact. That's, that's just real. I was like, oh, look at me be a dumb, cute white lady. Yay, I can do that. I, like, I forgot I was a pretty girl, but I went to a party the other week, and someone gave me ketamine. I was like, oh, I am a pretty girl. I forgot I could get drugs for that. Wow. <laughs> I had been in a relationship for so long. I forgot you could get things by being cute. I'm putting feminism back 20 years by saying these things. I'm sorry. Ladies, gentlemen, I am a feminist, and I don't, I don't, oh, it's such a dirty word these days. Like, but I have to call myself that, right? Because language is political. And what else do I call myself? I'm a, I'm a wo man or a female. Or a person. We are all people. <laughs> I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. <laughs> so I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. You could spell. Are you a witch? You can read? <gasps> oh my God. A lot of people are like, how do you spell feminist? Feminism is spelled with an I. I am a feminist. There's no men in feminism. Ah, so, but they're, they're everywhere else. They're in every other word. 
Like, you know, when we become a wo- man, what do we do? Menstruate. <laughs> we menstruate. It's the one thing you can literally never do when you put your name all over it. And you think it's gross. <laughs> menstruate. Ladies, we have sex for the first time. What do you break? Your hymen. Hi, men. Hi. I can have sex with all of you now. Hi, men. Uh, the one I really understand, though, because I'm going through it right now. Menopause. Men have stopped pausing. <laughs> They're no longer. <laughs> They're swiping their eyes right, left. They're, whoop, didn't even see that one. She's old. She's going through menopause. If men, if menopause is the worst or the best, the one best thing about going through menopause is that nothing's coming out of here and I can finally wear cute panties. Like there, there's nothing coming out. It's like, oh, is that, I never understood the concept of wearing cute panties. I'm like, they just get destroyed. Like there's nothing. The other um, terrible thing about menopause is that I've become a 14 year old boy. So I not only, have like the sex drive of a 14-year-old boy. I also smell like a 14-year-old boy. I smell like pastrami now. I don't even eat pastrami and Fritos corn chips a little. I don't eat Fritos either. Fritos and pastrami, why? Why is this happening to my body? I don't understand. I'm sweating at night. Like I used to drink a lot and I used to worry about like peeing in my bed. I woke up and I was so wet. I'm like, my God, I didn't even drink last night. Did I pee in the bed? And no, I was just sweating. It's just a puddle of my own sweat. I'm sorry, you guys are like, what? It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I just sweat profusely all the time now. If men went through menopause, every single corner would have like a air conditioning unit on it where you'd just be able to like turn around in like a little rotisserie circle. Like, this isn't happening. It's, it's, not, it's not terrible. It's, it's great, I haven't. I don't have to have kids anymore. So I actually, I actually have to get my IUD removed, right? Because I have a copper pool sweeper in my uterus <laughs> that keeps out all the dead babies. That's, that's what's been in there. Keeping you safe, America. I've been worried about this whole Roe v. Wade being overturned and how they've stacked. The, they, the Supreme Court is very scary right now and all of that crazy stuff. I had a really bad period and I thought I aborted the ghost of Scalia. <laughs> it was bloody and bad. It turns out the entire Supreme Court is still inside my uterus. That's why it hurts so much. They're all inside there. Big robes, voluminous benches. Voluminous robes, big benches. Other way. Sorry. Abortions. No, I'm, I only, I mean, you are young. This is a young, beautiful crowd. This is, this, is the, this is the young, beautiful section over here. I have abortions older than you. I'm certain of it. Like, they are so young and pretty. I only have one regret about my first abortion in 1995. 26 years ago, first abortion, one regret. And that's that I didn't have the kid. Because right now, I could be having sex with all of his friends. Oh. I have such regrets. <gasps> what was I doing? Why did I do that? Just would have taken a little work, you know, to get the... I love um, soccer, I know. Liverpool's playing on Sunday, on Easter Sunday. Hell yeah. 
I love, I love Premier League soccer. I love World Cup soccer. I love all soccer. Because finally I get to watch hot 23-year-old men make goals. <laughs> They're just making goals. I've like never seen it here. So cute. They all live with their moms. They're like, Mom, can you make me breakfast? They're like, can you make any goals at all? <laughs> I, I woke up. Is that not good enough? I'm... I'm a Gen Z. I'm alive. That's not good enough for you. <laughs> they want a, they want an award for everything, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> let them let them fake it till they make it. Are we just kidding? Sorry. I'm now. I'm off the rails. <laughs> you know, you know how people when they go on the rails, they go off the rails. Uh, a lot of people say I look like Katherine Keener if she had a serious problem with cocaine. <laughs> and to that I say I don't look like Katherine Keener. Oh my gosh, ain't no party like a dog party. Oh wow, we're getting in. Oh shit. <laughs> no, no, let the dogs have a party. They're all just saying hello to each other. He says, I think your dog is a bear. He's trying to keep us safe. It's just so big. There's a couple, are there any bears in the audience? No. <laughs> He's trying to keep us safe from the bears. Hey, family. Cool. That's nice to see if, is there, was there a good Friday parade? There was a, there's a parade for Jesus? That's exciting. I'm, I'm glad, I thought that, I thought that San Francisco was like Sodom and Gomorrah, but there's actually people that have good, good, wonderful morals here. Uh, I, I was, I, the only orgy I've ever been a part of was, was with, was with porn clowns, <laughs> was with, was with a group of porn clowns. And you know what? They do exactly what you think they do with balloons. They do exactly what you're thinking. That's what they do because they're porn clowns. They're, they're a real group. Oh boy. I wouldn't even know if I should get into that story. Woo. And he, it, it wasn't even at Burning Man. That's <laughs> San Francisco can be weird, man. <laughs> One time I took so much acid I forgot how to ride a bike. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> I just held it and was like, I need to walk down Potrero. I have no idea how this thing works. <laughs> cool. I, I love drugs, which is why I shouldn't have children, right? They definitely should not have any kids. But I am scared that the Roe v. Wade could be overturned. And uh, that would be terrible because you don't want me to have a kid, all right? America, if America changes its laws and they're like, you need to have a baby for like some reason, I would need some new tools to drill some holes in the trunk of my car so the baby could breathe while I'm hanging out at the bar, you see? Because <laughs> you put the baby in the trunk with a sleeping bag. Isn't that what you do when you can't afford a babysitter? That's what you, no? You don't put the... I can't afford a nanny. What am I not, I'm not going to go to the bar? Are you kidding me? Don't make me have a baby. It's going to turn nine, and it, I'm going to have to go to one of those parent-teacher conference things, and it's going to be first grade for like the fourth time or something. And the teacher's going to look at me and say, Miss um, Benjamin, your child said that uh, you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, okay? I didn't want the kid. And then it turns 12 and it starts doing ketamine and I'm like, who is your dealer? 
can take you to Burning Man. We can get to know each other. It's going to be great. And then it turns 15, and it teaches me the cutest thing, this fictional baby. If you... If you've, if you've been doing cocaine for 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. From the mouths of babes, genius, right? <laughs> and it, fi- it finally dies at 17, it dies, oh God. The fictional baby dies. And it's this speedball thing, like cocaine, heroin, straight to the vein, right? 17 years, 17 years old. That's the latest late-term abortion I could ever have. (laughs) That's a 17-year late-term abortion. It was your choice, America, (laughs) to put it through rehab four times. (laughs) Not mine. I'm on Medi-Cal. I can't afford that. (laughs) Good. uh, Women's rights and uh, let, let people continue to have abortions. Yay, yay, yay.